Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. This is episode 95, and we are in the middle of September here, a couple of weeks now into the school year. It is, uh, it's been hot, but kind of cooled down a little bit uh, overnight. So falls in the air. Football season has started. College football season started a little while ago. Uh, lots of exciting stuff in sports. Um, Giants suck. Unfortunately, I'm a Giants fan, but we just got shellacked, which was awful to see. Unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers, as I'm sure you're all aware, had a devastating injury. So that stinks for us New York fans. Um, obviously, thoughts and prayers. For Aaron Rodgers for a speedy recovery, but you know he's out for the rest of the season. Um, I think the most exciting sports story is CU and Coach Primetime. Uh, been having fun watching that and following that story. I mean, what an amazing story that is! What an amazing human he is. I just he's such an inspiring guy, and uh, I'm just so excited to see what's going to transpire this season. Uh, but so far, it's been amazing, amazingly exciting. Um, so bringing it back to this podcast, so. This podcast is going to be kind of like a thoughts of the week style podcast. Um, you know, the new school year has started. Um, and, you know, much of what I think about basically most of the time are stems from my like conversations I have with my kids. And I know I've spoken about this before, um, but obviously, you know, being a dad, you know, my kids are a huge, take up a huge part of my thoughts of the day. And, um, I was thinking about a conversation I was having with my daughter, uh, and I've also been thinking about, you know, I mentioned CU and uh, Deion Sanders, the coach there. Um, I'm thinking about him a lot, and then I've just I've just been thinking about um, discipline and all that sort of stuff. So I was uh, so again, this is going to be thoughts of the week style podcast, and it's going to be I'm going to be talking about like discipline, achieving goals, the things that I always talk about, but hopefully like a, a, a different uh, context that hopefully may resonate, especially to you youngsters out there who are starting a new school year or starting uh, your residency or uh, your fellowship if you're if you're in medicine. Um, so I was having a conversation with my daughter and she was talking about like a dream that she had, not, not a dream like while she was sleeping, but like, you know, a dream, an aspiration that she has for herself. And... Um, you know, she sent me like a very long text message. We had a, we had a, you know, like a, a, you know, parents conversation with, with my daughter the night before. And, um, it was a serious, it was a serious conversation. You know, sometimes you have to have those with your kids and my daughter, I, I silence my phone at night, uh, when I go to bed. So I shut off all my alerts and stuff just so I can focus on getting rest and getting sleep. And they pop back on at seven in the morning. And on Monday I was actually headed to work, uh, very early, my alert had popped up, you know, all the messages from overnight, all the emails and text messages and stuff from overnight come through. And I got a really long text message from my daughter um, just talking about her dreams and how she feels like she may have let herself down and how she, you know, um, she she felt like she may have let me down. And uh, she was disappointed, kind of down on herself. And, you know, I was thinking about it. It was, it was a very well-written text message obviously it was a uh, you know she was thinking a lot about it put a lot of thought into sending it and um i wrote her uh, like uh, you know obviously a loving reassuring message back because i have tremendous faith in my daughter and my kids and you know i know she's capable of doing amazing things as we all are but one of the things that i said to her and um again this had me thinking about a bunch of things but one of the things i said to her is like you can't wish a dream to come into fruition you have to work a dream 
to come into fruition. And, you know, a lot of us, and, and, for, and then it had me actually really thinking, I actually hate the word dream. I mean, like dreams to me are like really outlandish, far-fetched things. Like I dream about winning the lottery. I dream about winning the mega millions. You know, that's like, there's like a one in a gajillion chance that that could happen. That's a dream. But something that you can actually achieve is not a dream. It's a goal. And the way you, and then, you know, what my daughter was referring to as a dream is actually a goal. It's something that's attainable. It's a smart goal. It's specific. It's measurable. It's attainable. It's relatable. It's timely. It's something that she's very capable of achieving. So dreams to me are something that are so far-fetched. That's like, you know, one in a gazillion chance of winning the lotto, something along those lines. But anything else, anything you're actually capable of accomplishing, you know, getting into shape, losing 10 pounds, um, doing great on a test, you know, whatever the case may be, those are goals, not dreams. So first things first, you know, so if it's a goal and it's a smart goal, something that you can achieve, the way you achieve that goal is through work. And work is kind of like, you know, that, that's, that's, that's where, you know, the work is where the work comes into play. And that's where you have to grind, you know, put the pedal, put your, put, you know, just hustle. You got to hustle and grind and get those daily wins. Do whatever you have to do to achieve whatever your goal may be. Not your dream, whatever your goal may be. And the way you get that done is by having tr a tremendous amount of discipline, which brought me to another amazing person. Um, I was actually thinking about a quote by Mike Tyson where he was talking about, you know, how discipline is such a critical part of achieving any goal that you have. And he defines discipline as discipline is doing what you hate doing, but doing it like you love it. The quote's something like that. Doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. And uh, I love that because anyone who is great at anything, anyone who has achieved something special does that. They do the things that they don't want to do but they do it like they love it. And I'll give you some four instances. You know, anyone who's like into bodybuilding, lifting weights, that sort of stuff, you know, invariably most people that are into that hate leg day. You know, everyone loves doing arms and chest and back and shoulders. You know, you see the pump, it's exciting, but you know, legs is just like pure work. And most people who lift hate doing leg day, but you have to do leg day and you have to get through leg day, even though you may hate it. You have to get through it and get through all the exercises and get through all the reps and you have to do it like you love it. So I don't love, particularly love leg day, but I do it twice a week. Today was leg day for me. Monday's leg day for me. Um, and I do it like I love it. I don't love doing cardio. I don't think anyone loves doing cardio, but I do it four or five times a week and I do it like I love it. Um, you know, that's what anyone who has a goal that they're really trying to achieve, that's the discipline that's required. You have to do the things that you don't like to do, but you have to do them like you love them. Kobe Bryant, classic example. So Kobe Bryant, obviously someone who is amazingly talented, right? Like he just had a gift from God to play basketball, as do lots of other people in the NBA. But Kobe was describing like why he was so much better than so many players in the NBA, and that came down to discipline and the separation that he created between himself and other players. And you know how he did it? I'll tell you how he did it. So most players would, you know, in the offseason will, um, you know, most most players, especially these days, most players work out during the offseason. They're trying to, like, work on something specific or 
get their body in better shape or work on their flexibility or their strength or all of those things. And the way they do that is, you know, they train, they train every day, they get their training session in, they get their rest in and, you know, they have their like, you know, like one workout a day, which is a lot um, to try to get towards their goal. But what, what Kobe said is what he would do is he would get up at like four in the morning or five in the morning, he'd get a workout in, then he'd eat something, get some rest, and then he'd get another workout in like later in the morning. Then he'd eat something, then he'd get some rest. Um, then he'd get another workout in in the afternoon. Then he'd eat something and get some rest. Then he'd get another workout in, and then he would have dinner and then go to sleep. So most people were working out one time a day. Kobe was working out four times a day. And what he says is you do that year after year after year after year after year. And that separation that you have between other players. So, yeah, he may have been one of the best players when he entered the NBA. But every year, that separation got greater and greater and greater and greater. So much so that you couldn't catch up to him. You know, Michael Jordan, very much the same way. Tiger Woods, same thing. You know, worked out, worked harder than anybody else, even though he had probably more talent than anyone else. But that he created that incredible separation. Serena Williams, another classic example. I'm sure when she was five years old, she didn't want to be banging tennis balls for hours on end. She'd rather be watching Sesame Street or playing with her toys or doing what five-year-olds typically do. But she was grinding. She was creating that separation from such an early age. That's why she's such a legend. Um, you know, one of the goats. Tom Brady, same thing. You know, just everything that he does is incredibly attentive to detail. He creates separation with his, you know, the, the way he takes care of his body, his nutrition, his workouts, all that sort of stuff. Anyone who is a goat does those things. So to bring it all full circle. Um, if you have a goal that is realistically achievable, and it could be a very, very lofty goal, never call that goal a dream. A dream is something that's like akin to winning the lotto. It's something that's so exceptionally rare that it's almost impossible to achieve. But if it's something that's in your grasp, something that I don't care if it takes you years to get to whatever that may be, never call it a dream. Always call it a goal. And then the way you achieve that goal is by having a tremendous amount of discipline, doing the things that you don't want to do, but doing them like you love them. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful, restful weekend or just ready to crush and dominate the week ahead. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.